Let me get a mic check, mic check, microphone checker, BP protesta. Can you hear me out there? Is it loud enough in the subway, in your car, your drive time commute? Welcome to the show. I am your host, Mose Jeff. Today, we will be talking about conspiracies. All sorts of different conspiracy theories. I love talking about conspiracies. I don't necessarily believe in them. I just love hearing them and talking about them. Um, I think they're silly and fun and scary all at the same time. And don't you think that it's becoming easier and easier these days to fall into thoughts of conspiracy? Like, I think there's a general malaise of mistrust in our culture right now that makes it really accessible. Or or perhaps, not mistrust, just, just the idea that rich people are getting away with whatever they want, I think, can be enough to push somebody into um, a conspiracy theory zone. You know, I think... Really, all you need to entertain a conspiracy theory is just a dash of whiplash from the culture and perhaps a pinch of paranoia. Also, YouTube, I think, helps. YouTube's a big ingredient that's kind of become ground zero for conspiracy theories. We're not going to be getting into, like, proving any one theory right or wrong, just generally discussing conspiracy theories as a, as a topic. And uh, I've kind of divided them into two separate categories. I have low-impact conspiracy theories, and then I have high-impact conspiracy theories, which would be, you know, a low-impact theory would be something that, if it were to be revealed as true, um, while it might be upsetting or it might reshape your thought on the situation, globally, it wouldn't really do much. Whereas, like, a high-impact conspiracy theory, if one of these were to be revealed true, it would kind of, like, tear apart the fabric of your reality. Do you know what I mean? Well, I have some examples if you don't. I'm just going to rattle off a a couple examples of both the low impact and the high impact, and then we can get into uh, the bulk of our show. I had a comedian come by from Arizona. My good buddy, Michael Turner, joins the show. We went to a park to discuss all sorts of things, his trip to New York, how it went, a couple uh, conspiracy theories here and there, and uh, also on the show... NASA had released a SoundCloud playlist of sounds from space. Pretty cool stuff there. I got a couple of them. I'm going to put them in the show for you. A lot of stuff like they had a satellite pass through a magnetic field of Jupiter, so you get to hear what that sounds like. Also, plasma waves emitting from one of Saturn's moons, or emitting to one of Saturn's moons, I think. It's coming off of Saturn, going to the moon. Um, And then, of course, you know, radio waves from both Jupiter and Saturn join the show today. So we got a fun one here. So let's get into it. What is real? How do you define real? Alrighty, first on the low impact list, the moon landing, the allegedly faked moon landing. I think it's completely feasible that America would do that. It makes so much sense to me. You know, this is at a time when like America's establishing their identity still. It was all an identity thing, and it sounds like something America would do. Like, this sounds like a PR move to fake the first moon landing just to establish, like, hey, we're better. You know, we're the best. I think it's low impact because we've definitely been to the moon since. Not only that, but, like, we've been to Mars. You know what I mean? We've put rovers on planets, and we got satellites taking images of, like, our galaxy. Like, we've done so much more than just, like, step foot on the moon. So I think it's kind of low impact because if it were revealed to be true, 
I think you can kind of cut them a break on that one. You know, like certainly there's going to be some people that are like, we were lied to, but like we've been lied to <laughs> a bunch and probably bigger lies than like, you know, all right, the first time we went to the moon, it was on a soundstage. Also, my favorite part of this conspiracy theory is that they reached out to Stanley Kubrick <laughs> for help. I think that's so funny that like, you know, some federal agents had to have like a sit down meeting kind of like a Hollywood meeting with Stanley Kubrick and like going over his IMDb like, well, we really like what you've been doing lately, but uh, we think you could help us out with something bigger. <laughs> but you know, hey, uh, if it was faked, shout out to you, Stanley, for stepping up and taking the taking the swing on that one. That's a, that's a pretty big, uh, you know, like you weren't already established within the uh, film community. That one uh, is going to go down in history. So real or fake... Who gives a shit? It's the moon landing. I think really the only person that'll be affected by that is probably Buzz Aldrin. Because he's taken some heat and taken some shots at some people that have claimed it's fake. So moon landing, low impact. Next, have you heard about the Denver airport? This was new to me. Apparently the Denver airport has been built and is being used by the Illuminati, which is pretty exciting. The Denver airport itself, if you look on Google Maps... Um, is shaped like a swastika, which is pretty alarming. You know, you thought maybe maybe somebody would have kind of like changed one wing so you could get, deny it a little bit. That's the most alarming part of this conspiracy theory to me is the actual design. Also, there's all sorts of reports of like underground tunnels that go for like miles and miles out of the city. And then, of course, like within that area, I guess there's reports of like royalty from all over the world, like buying homes kind of near the Denver airport area, which, I mean, I don't know, this stuff, it doesn't, it, it doesn't scare me at all. This just sounds like rich people getting what they want in life, which is like, you gotta expect it, right? Like, if there was an Illuminati, don't you think they would have some kind of place to be able to fly into and then, like, go to their safe base without being detected or something? You know what I mean? Like, it, it doesn't bother me. I've been living in America too long to be upset by rich people getting away with shit. Do you know what I mean? And honestly, guys, if the Denver airport was built and is being operated by the Illuminati, it's pretty nice that they let us use it. Don't you think? Like, they could have built some private ass thing off underground somewhere, and we would have had no idea, but they were like, hey, you know, let's, let's make it accessible to the people. Sounds pretty nice, really. The one thing that, that strikes me as is, is pretty strange is like they're the murals in the Denver airport of like genocide, which is like, who, who took that job, man? What artist was like, yeah, I see your vision. I can't wait to help you express it in an airport of all the places, not like a history museum or just like, you know, flying out of Denver, probably high out of your mind. And you look over and see like a giant white dude with like a machete chopping off a village. So yeah, the Denver airport, pretty low impact. I think if the Illuminati revealed that they built uh, the Denver airport, I don't think that people would be like, no, that's my favorite airport. <laughs> I think it would just be like, all right, word, bragging. Alrighty, and on the last stop of our low impact train is a personal theory of mine. Um, I believe that there is a serial killer operating within Boston. Uh, and has been for over a decade. Um, I saw 
It happened firsthand while I was living in Boston, quite unnerving. Um, basically, the theory is that the BPD, Boston Police Department, is covering up for a possible serial killer uh, within the community. Now, I don't really blame them if it's true. You know, you can't really, you don't want to incite panic. But certainly, don't you think it's your job to stop these kind of things? And uh, why I believe this, for over a decade, well over a decade, young men have been disappearing at an alarming rate. And it's the same looking guys. Like they're all like 20 to 22. They all disappear the same way. It's like a night of drinking. And you see them like stumbling away on some surveillance footage. And then like two weeks later, they're found dead in the Charles. Literally, that's the timeline for all of these disappearances. And it's been happening a lot. Like within the last seven years, 11 bodies have been pulled from the Charles, all fitting the same exact description. Like I remember walking through downtown and you see like a missing persons poster. And it became such commonplace that you like I would literally joke with my friends like, why don't they just check the Charles? You know, this fucking guy's in the Charles right now. Why, why, why isn't that the first place you check? And then sure enough, like a week later, the like body discovered in the Charles. Very alarming stuff, especially because all the guys like it's the same M.O., which is why I think it's a serial killer. At first, I was thinking maybe it's just like mafia bodies, you know, like the mafia off somebody and then they like dump him in the Charles. But no, it's the same young male. It's the guy, it like all of them are named like Chad. It's all like young dudes celebrating their birthdays. They get separated from the group and then they go missing. And two weeks later, they're, they're found dead in the Charles. Things to support this theory. I mean, wow, it's it's not a very, it's not very complete, you know. Um, but there are some alarming things like kind of at the peak of these bodies going missing. The commissioner resigned. Ed Davis resigned in 2013. Um, and then even recently... William Evans, who is who was the police commissioner, just resigned this month. Like it was a couple days ago as I record this now. And both of those guys were in office less than, you know, I think Ed Davis was in office for like seven years or something like that. And then Will, I mean, how long has he been in office? Five years? So like they're just churning out commissioners. So I, there's, I don't know, it's suspect. You know what I mean? It's definitely suspicious. You guys got to look up these these young boys, though. They're all, they, they look identical, man. It's like either, either there's a serial killer or there's some gay guy in Boston that just can't come to the terms with the fact that he likes to have sex with dudes. Cause I think that's, that's the other part of the theory. I think that very well is plausible that this guy finds a drunk dude who can't really stop him, has sex with the guy, can't come to terms with what he's done. So he has to kill the guy and get rid of the body so that it can never be found, you know? And, uh, you know, maybe I've been watching too much Law & Order SVU, but I think that is plausible. Another alarming thing about this case is that uh, the deaths, a lot of them are reported as uh, being from a natural cause, you know, like drowning or something like that, which seems sketch. Like, I don't know anyone who's drunk and like, hey, I'm going to go take a nap in a freezing cold river. And also, like, they would have had to travel pretty far to get there. So I don't know, man. It, it feels it certainly feels like a cover up. Um, you know, all of our Boston listeners, you probably are well aware of this. Um, Got to check the Charles, man. That's where the bodies are going. The Charles River. And now on to my very favorite high impact theory. This is actually just my favorite conspiracy theory, low or high impact. 
But this is, I think, got to be the highest impact conspiracy theory. We're talking, of course, about lizard people. Have you heard that there are lizard people living beneath the Earth's crust, controlling everything? <laughs> Perhaps we don't have the same circle of friends, but uh, I've talked to many, many stoned individuals who have sworn that they've seen a lizard person in the hills or that they know that it's real. Um, this is my favorite conspiracy theory of all time. Also, probably my favorite alternate reality. Like, I want to go to the lizard people layer so bad, guys. I want to take the elevator through the crust, whatever it is. Hopefully it's not stairs. I want to go. I want to join a lizard person band. I want to be a drummer in like an all-lizard lineup. I want to have sex with like a lizard lady. I, I want to do it all, guys. I want to see what kind of coffee they drink. <laughs> oh, I hope it's real. I think it's so... Funny, and the YouTube videos on this one are especially good because it's a lot of it is just like, like an interview with Katy Perry, and then like her eye pupil like blinks, <laughs> which is, oh god! If Katy Perry is a lizard person, dude, I just want to see her naked even more now. What does a naked lizard lady look like? What does a naked lizard guy look like? Oh man, I would love to see, like a lizard person bust through their skin suit. And just like sit down on the couch and like turn on Netflix. <laughs> I want to live in that world so bad. It's so funny to me. So uh, this theory, it comes from, I think it spawned from this guy, Zacharia Sitchkin. Uh, Sitchin, something like that. Essentially, this guy said that uh, the ancient Sumerian culture, this is the Sumerians were the first literate civilization of ancient Mesopotamia. They, it was like a religious um, people's and they worshipped the Anunnaki. I think that's how you say it. The Anunnaki were powerful deities that basically created the earth. Um, that's kind of how it's been translated over the years. But this guy, this Zacharia guy, says, no, 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 no. These Anunnaki guys are aliens that have come from space down to earth and created it. You know, while a lot of them left, some of them stayed behind and melded their way into our culture. So they've been here since ancient Mesopotamia times. And I guess at some point they figured out how to shapeshift and now we're just like walking around as the Queen of England or whatever. Um, I love it so much. I think it's a lot of fun. And man, can you think of a higher impact conspiracy theory? Like one, what if one day the Queen was giving a press conference and her face exploded and it was just like a green lizard being like, sorry to do it to you guys, but uh, we're out here. Oh, God, I hope that's real. I want to, I would opt in for lizard person slavery. I, th I think they're nice because they like built the earth. Like, as far as I know, there hasn't been any like lizard wars that I'm aware of. So they seem pretty chill about this, their situation. I think it would be fun to run errands, like a secret mission for like a lizard person. Go out and get some dish soap. Don't tell anybody it's for a lizard human. <laughs> oh, so fun. But that's, that's the list, guys. This actually went, uh, oh wow, this went uh, a bit longer than I anticipated, so I'm going to get into the show. But uh, let me know if there's conspiracy theories that are wild and crazy that I didn't get to. Um, how can you let me know? Let me know on Twitter. Um, I think my handle is just Jeff Wiles. I should check that out. I don't use Twitter too much, but uh, certainly if you tweet at me um, for 
show-related things, I will definitely uh, definitely get back to you. Um, so yeah, enjoy the rest of the show. Thanks for listening to all this nonsense. I find it highly entertaining, but uh, I can understand why people think that it's a waste of time. <laughs> but uh, it's a reality that I want to live in. I want the lizard people to rise up and then the government to turn up, turn down the weather, right? Because they're lizards, they need hot. So they'll like, they'll like ice out the lizards. Yeah, that's the, that's the future of the planet. <laughs> All right, I got to go. You guys enjoy the rest of the show. of everyone. We must take no chances. We're up against something more than tourist scenery. Welcome back to the show couple notes for you before we get to our interview. Um, me and Michael Turner, we went to the park to record this. And while I think I did a pretty good job at limiting the outside noise, um, if it is bothersome, I do apologize. Um, but I do think that we did a pretty good job at staying focused, all things considered. Certainly there's a couple times where people were shouting out at us and we got distracted. But hey, it's the name of the game, you know? It's a real uh, conversation. Without any further ado, here is that conversation. I'm a Dolby Digital guy. <laughs> you want to hit some uh, make it a mic checks for me? Check, check. Hey, syllabus or syllabus? What do they usually say? How's everybody feeling? I feel like uh, some breaks in the back. Yeah, but these are the breaks. What? What? That's a reference to a hot. Hot hip hop track back in '87. These are the breaks.
87, you're already into hip-hop? Just born that 87, way? 87, I was <laughs> out the womb. Yeah. I was actually conceived of Whitney Houston. That gave me the soul part. You, like, spun out of the womb on some cardboard? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and I said, I want to dance with somebody. We're doing it live, guys. Madison beautiful. Square Park. Ambient noise. Ambient noise. Get a, get a load of the city, y'all. This is beautiful. We're under what I would categorize as an oak tree. I have no knowledge of that, though. I'm not a big guy. Yeah, I think that's a mahogany Fully. tree, actually. Is that going to be a mahogany? This is nice. You don't get trees like this where I'm from. You know where that. you're from. Well, now that we're... <laughs> I feel like I'm from there now. <laughs> you want to introduce yourself? Michael Turner. Stand-up comic. Producer of shows. Writer extraordinaire. How many you got now? Uh, two. That two. are active and live. Literally the worst show ever. And this week sucks tonight. We're very negative. This week sucks tonight is the one that I recently yes. was on. Yep. Uh, had a good time talking about terrorists blowing their nuts off. That was fun. I love when people talk about terrorists. You know what I mean? Yeah, that show has a great vibe, especially with all the 9-11 stuff. Heavy 9-11 references. Oh, God. Which I tried to avoid living here, being in New York City for about a week. I was like, maybe <laughs> figure out where the time and place is. Maybe figure out what happened to Building 7. That's so I ask that question quite often. <laughs> and I do. I say it in jest. But also, I went to the World Trade Center Memorial, which they've done a beautiful job with, I would say. Because yeah. at the end of the day, I know lives were lost and all that stuff. What I question is, well, we, were we lied to? We were at least not told everything. Why isn't there a memorial for Building 7? There's two holes in that ground over there to memorialize people. Yeah. There was three buildings that fell that day. Also, a pretty great mall. Sure. You know what I mean? Uh, is there some stuff down there? I oh, yeah. Go. I didn't you go. Did. Oh, really, dude? It's under. It's down, right? down under there huh just had to get rid of two buildings huge buildings now a mall beautiful apple <laughs> store i'm telling you one of the best apple stores you'll ever be in so i feel like we've bounced back pretty good yeah 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 and apple has privacy settings now that were definitely directly impacted uh by natalie yeah i would say so so it's nice yeah <laughs> we're actually being we're going to be shot by a jason Bourne esque person here in about two minutes. <laughs> it does have that vibe. Like, <laughs> this, this could are be we allowed to be here right now? We're definitely not. So we're in a park, uh, but they the definitely just had a beer fest, I want to say. What do you yeah. think this was? No, it yeah, was a beer fest. fest. We're also the only uh, guys. Oh, they. Go, oh shit. I think they just robbed that spot, dude. Are you seeing that? Well, I don't want to incriminate myself. Yeah, I think bro. they just got a couple of drinks. I think they did, too. Yeah. You think we could pull that same move? Which is interesting, because there's bevies over there, yeah. Yeah, there's a whole bar over there that nobody's watching. They might work here, though. I know. That's a bad move, just this stealing so some shit. New York, dude. I feel, like no, I feel like no law is really... Everything's like kind of tentative here. <laughs> like, yeah, it's a law, but come on. It's a law, but are you a cop? <laughs> yeah, exactly. What, are you a cop? At one point this week, I had... Uh, it was 4.30 in the morning, which I didn't know I was so good at staying up this late. Yeah. And I guess you're not supposed to serve beer at a in a uh, corner shop after 4, right? Is that the rule? I guess. I don't know. Either way, we were buying beer at like 5. Yeah. And uh, nobody bad and I. Yeah. It I seemed illegal. <laughs> Even like the, the transaction wh- didn't feel that. And like they were also, we were so drunk that several of the beers fell out of the cooler <laughs> when we grabbed them. So it was a fun week. Yeah, it's you. You, been, you uh, enjoyed it. You've been here, uh, yeah, full week by now. So today is yeah the seventh or shoot, I think the eighth day technically. Yeah, and I'm catching you fresh off your uh, Gotham Comedy Club debut. Done with all the shows. Just did Gotham, the basement, Vintage Lounge, which is really cool. Actually, it's awesome down it's there. It's huh? like packed in. 
What, what do you think? Is that 50 people maybe? 60 yeah, tops? Yeah, yeah, 60 or so, yeah. Sold out. Yeah, and nice uh, vinyl booths and shit. Yeah, and uh, comfortable, comfortable, comfortable. Yeah. And uh, yeah, re- really cool. Easy, not Like one of those rooms that's easy to really heat up if you get things working. Oh, so. yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was good. I got 10 minutes guest set there. I was able to do UCB East this week. Um, UCB East. Which was also. An Come on. Ex- that was an exactly different type of room. Yeah. Packed in like sardines with Gotham. UCB East goes back like, what, maybe 15, 20 rows, and they're all like 10 in each row. Yeah, dude. But it goes just straight back. Yeah. That was interesting, too. Yeah, yeah. Because the buildings it's like out a hallway. are crazy. Yeah, it's a huge hallway. Yeah, it felt very, uh, you, you know, feel profound when that back row is laughing. Yeah. Audiences were, uh, were good to you? Yeah, for the most part. I think the only ones that, like, I, in my mind, I'm like, uh, you know, I didn't do as well as possible. It was like those mics that, like, there wasn't that many people there anyway. I was talking to com. I was like comics in the back of the room with my audience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which happens. That's the mics. I hit Brooklyn pretty good on the uh, independent show grind. Yeah, for sure. I mean, that's like Brooklyn's scene. I've noticed that. Brooklyn to me seemed more like people were um, more sensitive to social issues. Which, oh, yes. like, to a degree that's kind of almost annoying to yes. me. Um, because, you know what? If you're at a comedy show, we're going to talk about whatever we want to talk about. Um, at least, if I can make it funny, just accept that it's funny, even if it's a fucked up premise or whatever. And, yeah. I, uh, that's Brooklyn. I, I don't understand these people that go to comedy shows to, like, put a lid on it. That So, I brought up, like, I have a couple jokes where, yeah, I might bring up politics, current politics, which is something that we're all experiencing. My bad for trying to connect. Yeah. And then, like, they're immediately arms crossed. Like, I didn't come here to hear about this. It's like, I'm just making a fucking joke. Yeah, man. You didn't, hear, you didn't come here to hear about anal sex, but you laughed at Billy before me. I wonder if these cops are going to take us. Oh, yeah. Oh, really? Can we use that table right over there? Huh? Can we use those tables there? Oh, uh, okay. All right. Give us a minute, ladies and gentlemen. We're being kicked out. This is fair. All right. No worries. We'll get out of here. All right, cool. I have no problem going towards a Shake Shack. <laughs> I'm just saying, if I can, the closer I can be to a Shake Shack at all times, <laughs> the better. Oh, don't tease me with the Shake Shack. Us. Oh, my us. God. I'm sitting here thinking about a chocolate shake. <laughs> You're doing a podcast. Yeah, yeah. You want to shout out somebody? <laughs> no? All right. <laughs> what about you guys? You want to shout anybody out? No? <laughs> you guys are good? All right, all right. We all right. appreciate Part you guys doing up. your job here. <laughs> we'll get out of here. No problem. Man. I appreciate y'all. We're back. Yeah, we got kicked out within. We're still in the park that we got kicked out of, which is yeah. kind of reckless. Yeah, we got kicked out of the uh, one spot, but consolation prize. Yeah, a couple beers from the beer garden Ooh, on the bad, way out. Not bad temperature. No, no. I almost dropped that. Yeah, well, good. Like, don't <laughs> open that by the mic now. We got, got a tall boy here. Yeah. This is Brooklyn uh, summer summer ale. It is. Wow. I so mean, now we're getting sponsored. Cheers, brother. Hey, cheers. Good to see you, my guy. Good to see you. Hey. Getting some love from the pedestrians. What'd she say? She said an entire sentence about your dick. <laughs> I love it. I love seeing it. I love it. That'd be nice, huh? I never get compliments on my dick. I know it's a pretty hack premise, but like, 
every once in a while I get like catcalled from a gay guy. Yeah. Feels great. Yeah, it's a boost. I yeah. mean, sometimes you need that. You need that from a woman, obviously. But I mean, if you if you can get it from a guy, it's the same attention. Yeah, he's attracted I mean, to you. The I, uh, women are missing out because guys have no tact whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Guys do like the whistle and like the hey sweetie. Yep. Hey, like hey you, you drop something. Yeah. You smile. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm getting yeah. I'm getting knocked out. Yeah. <laughs> 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 you gotta go. Why you got a black guy? Well, I told this girl. Oh yeah, you had that coming. Yeah. Yeah. It was actually a small Puerto Rican man, but <laughs> family of five. <laughs> I was talking to the youngest daughter, and uh, the father just went at me. Nice. You enjoyed stealing uh, New York comedian sets. Mm-hmm. You son of a bitch. Yep. <laughs> I took. I came in here and I took, took all the time. I took what I could get. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. That's the way to do it, really. Right. Do you uh, ride the subway? Go for subway. I right am now? so in these streets, dude. I was all over the subway. I know nice. how to get, I, dude. I'm all on the L train, dude. See me on the C train. Oh yeah. Um, I can take the D if I need to. Riding that uh, D. And that's no home. Pause, as I say in New York. Uh, <laughs> when you say something that could be perceived as homosexual, you get it. Shout out to Joe Budden and um, Little Sus. Mm-hmm. And then um, yeah, I was all over. I actually love that shit. Yeah. Like what I was talking about with people, energy, mm-hmm. uh, foot traffic, people judging. I mean, the subways is where it's at. Yeah, it's a pretty wild time. And you are 100% out on your own. Yeah. You are yeah. solo dolo. Yeah. You are. It's the strangest thing being surrounded by people and being 100% alone. <laughs> yeah, that is true. Yeah. It's like the more pe- people there is, the lonelier it gets. Exactly, man. I heard that in a Sky Zoo album. <laughs> but uh, And it is true, though. It's like the more people there are, the lonelier it gets. Like... You're in this swath of people, and you just feel like you're not lost, though. But, um, yeah, it's an interesting city. There's a lot of feelings I've never felt in any other city. Like I, was, like I felt like I've, I was constantly late for a train everywhere I'm going. The hustle is so real. Mm-hmm. The hustle is so real that sometimes uh, you bail on date night to meet up with your friend to do a podcast in the park. <laughs> I'm saying. Luckily, I had no date tonight. Yeah, but yeah, it's uh, it's oh, did you have a day tonight? Kind of. <laughs> That's me. First of all, the narcissistic comic in me was like, "Well, I didn't have a date." I don't know yeah. who you'd be referring to <laughs> yeah. other than me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Somebody, some heckler last night was trying. Uh, not a heckler, I guess, like a bad audience member. A wild who, one. Yeah, who you had to like kind of tame, right? She said at one point, she was like, "It's not about you." Like whatever she was talking about, it's not about you. And I was like, sweetheart. I am a stand-up comedian and the peak of narcissism. Yeah. This whole thing's about me. Yeah. Outside these doors, you were 100% right. <laughs> yeah, and but tonight. A great <laughs> philosophy to live by. Yeah. But right now, while I have a microphone and standing on stage. And I traveled for this. Yeah. <laughs> this and m- multiple friends here from out of town. This guy uh, came in from Philly. This is so about me. That's so funny that she has no idea. You're like, I flew across the country. <laughs> I should have broken that down too, but yeah. I was like, oh. I, that was the you know. And then, so my week was kind of capped with last night. We did a show where we ran it myself and Anwar, who's in town, Anwar Newton, a very funny Phoenix comic as well, and we put together a yeah, show dude. in the standing room, and um, co uh, co uh, host and producer of, of all the shit. Yeah, that I had mentioned. Literally the worst show ever. It's his brainchild, and then I'm more of just like the writer, punch up guy, characters. 
You guys got a whole crew for literally the worst show ever. It's it, yeah. It's like a regular Saturday we, Night Live over there. We have a writers' room, and uh, it's a good, fluid writers' room, and everybody contributes on a different level, which is unique. I thought, like you know, there's one guy that's kind of more structure. What's the through line of the uh, gist of it all? Like what, um, you know, what, what, where are the characters coming from, and why are they there? And then I'm kind of more the guy on the back end that will see the script and be like, well, this isn't funny. That's funny though. Yeah. This is funny. Like, so I'm kind of maybe adding the muscle or whatever. If he's if he's the skeleton guy, I, I might bulk it up with the jokes, kind of. Yeah, I love that. I use those same references. Really? Yeah. yeah the that skeleton, makes sense to me. The muscle, the 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 nervous system. <laughs> the nervous system. Yes. Yeah, Grey's like Anatomy. F- it's like the feel of the joke. And it's like how it makes you feel. And uh, you know, there's skin involved. Everybody's got skin in the game. Yeah. The skin is is being able to say um, something horrific uh, lightheartedly. Okay. You know what I mean? Like the smile in a dark joke, I, I, I would say, that is the skin. I like that. So you're, you're being, you do use this a lot. 100%, yeah. I'm a big uh, analogy guy. Did you know that they saved his skull? Uh, I've heard that, yeah. Or his brain, I'm sorry. His brain, yeah, to study. Which is so cosmically funny. His, well, he, you know, he got beat in, too. I mean, that's how he died. Right. Um, but, you know, the brain but is the f- but, but Jeffrey Dahmer, the serial killer who would strip people, uh, kill people, and then save their body parts, sure. was killed and now has his brain saved in a jar. Yeah, you're welcome. Full circle. Full circle. And Jeffrey Dahmer... Uh, a madman who terrorized America for a number of years and really scared a lot of people, mainly in the Midwest, specifically yeah. Milwaukee, um, has his brain saved. Uh, one of the greatest presidents of all time, John F. Kennedy. We don't know where that brain is. Nobody knows where it is. That's so infuriating. But that's a pretty big piece of evidence in how he died, baby. You know what sucks, too? Hey, watch that beer. We got Capo coming. Here, actually, you want to tuck that by my back here? Or maybe just, yeah. Um... So this is so New York. Yeah, it's all right. We're good. He's not even coming over here. Um, Fucking just call him pigs. First of all, if you guys hear a huge scuffle and one of us get tased, <laughs> yeah, <if> this <laughs> is a lawsuit, <laughs> and I'm gonna hopefully film. I think we'll have the audio. This will be the first audio police brutality case. Yeah, this will be. Yeah, the arrest live. <laughs> what happened? They were just talking about Jeffrey Dahmer. <laughs> they were just talking about <laughs> killing and people and saving their body well, parts right in the park. <laughs> right before that, they had revealed that nobody knew. Go Devils. Go Devils, baby. A lot of Diamondbacks hats in the city. I have seen that. Right? Old school Diamondbacks, more than I've seen in Arizona. I I was actually kind of blown away. I was almost going to dap one dude up, but then I was like, he's not from Arizona. That's just a cool hat. And I get that. Before we get to uh, plugs and everything, is there? Uh, I, I asked my guest to send a message to the refugees of the world. If you could say anything to the refugees, the Fujis, Lauren Hill. I mean, for, you can add her in too, for <laughs> yeah. sure. But specifically, the ref, the actual refugees, the non-musical refugees, the non-musical refugees. Describe a refugee like a uh, uh, a person that's trying to. Uh, find their way in the world is that what a refugee is hi girls i'm mike i listen we're doing pod nice that's my pickup line <laughs> i'm mike i rent to own 
<laughs> you also said I listen. Yeah, I <laughs> listen's good. Yeah, it's good. They like that. Yeah, I've heard. Yeah, you get that out of the way. Yeah, it's also funny saying that when they didn't say anything. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I listened to your nonverbal cues. Yeah, that yeah. demanded I say. Hear this. you loud and clear. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. Also, I talked over you already. <laughs> Never works. Um, refugee. Refugee. A citizen of the world without a nation. What would I say to the refugees? I would say um, to a person that is potentially of a different uh, color than me and uh, has no opportunity to really rise up based on their. Uh, Environment, but yeah, treat people well. Treat people well. <laughs> Even I know you're struggling, but be nice. <laughs> but be don't, nice. Don't be a dick. <laughs> I, do, I do. Honestly, do I believe that is something that I fundamentally do live by? The like, put good out there. I always hate to say I'm a karma guy, but I really think about it, like I do like just put good shit out there for sure. Uh, and trust within yourself and look within, and good shit will typically happen. Um, Nice. Yeah, but also that might be harder to say to somebody that's like, I lost my whole family. Sure. In a firebomb. And also, do they speak English? Because a lot of I can't translate any of this. Yeah. Uh, I'll get back to you on that. Okay. Let we'll me translate. Know how, all let let me know how it's received. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> how you doing? I'm Mike. I am. You yeah. want in? All right. She. Uh, I think. You know what? I gotta go. <laughs> it's crazy. Like, how many? Maybe that's the new move. What? Because a lot of girls are like. <laughs> we should <just> immediately <laughs> interested. <laughs> How'd you pick up all those girls recently? You know what? I just sit at a park. I hear just me pretend out. to podcast. <laughs> hear, me hear me out. And I talking to a mic. That out. And I pretend to podcast. And I have one empty mic. And it's not my, even plugged in. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And they think we've had a whole podcast <laughs> session, but now I know their entire backstory, and I'm going to work that against them to be able to make them more vulnerable and obviously see me as somebody that they trust and love. Yeah. So uh, plugs. Yeah. What? 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 Uh, which people follow? At not Mike Turner on Instagram is a great way to keep up with the stuff that I'm doing. Um, obviously, Facebook, Michael Turner. And then um, This Week Sucks Tonight is a weekly show. We have a YouTube channel, This Week Sucks Tonight. And then uh, Instagram, uh, This Week Sucks Tonight. It's over? Okay. Instagram, This Week Sucks Tonight. And literally the worst show ever. Both of those are... Those uh, grams are hot, by the way. I follow both of those. Yeah. It's I good b- content. And I believe both of them are spelled out entirely. Yeah, and on your Facebook this week sucks tonight. You have the show streamed, which I find uh, it's on YouTube now. Oh, YouTube! But I will share it every week on my Facebook, my personal Facebook. But it is on YouTube, yeah. So this week sucks tonight on YouTube. Every week we stream it at uh, Thursday at 11 p.m. Pacific time. Yeah, yeah. Strong writing. Great. It's amazing. Yeah, it's really it really is. It's the most proud I've ever been of anything I've done. Yeah, you should be. It's good. And I get to be a hard right wing character that. Is a little racist, you know. He really understands. He's seen Moonlight. Yeah, so he gets it. <laughs> he gets it. He gets the refugee struggle. He knows. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. listening to Lauren Hill's solo stuff. He's lost so. a couple wives. He knows. <laughs> yeah. he's, he's in been the woods. The yeah, <laughs> three the same way. Yeah, <laughs> the stairs were slippery. Yeah, uh, but yeah, those are the big ones. Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, appreciate you, Jeff. Much love. Catch you next time. God bless you. All righty, that's the show. I want to thank you guys for listening. And I think like any good conspiracy theory, we're left with more questions than answers, really. I don't know that we learned too much. Um, I think takeaways, let's see, what did I learn? I learned when the park closes. How about that? That's good enough, I think. Uh, Again, any questions, comments, or concerns, hit me up on Twitter. Um, I'll have to remember to check that. 
And other than that, I will catch you guys on the next episode. some recreational drug use that should have put yeah. me away. Um, 